0: of Elf on the Shelf, well this is vape out of shape.
1: <laughs> that was good
2: How's it going everybody and welcome to, po- to Grapples to Apples, the podcast where we talk about everything from professional wrestling to what kind of Pokemon is the best Pokemon. It is the double Z and the double E here. Well, you're
1: not even going to let
3: us answer the question? Like, no.
1: You don't get to say in this. I haven't <laughs>
2: done this in like six months, so... You don't say. Mm, you I don't, don't know. don't
0: say. That's such a broad question. What kind of Pokemon is the best? Are is you asking about The
1: singular
2: best Are you asking, part? like, the type?
0: species? What do you have, as
2: a personal opinion, is as the, as the best Pokemon?
1: Again, are you asking the type of Pokemon? Are you talking about the specific breed? Species? I don't know. Answer the question
2: for yourself. And what question are we answering? Pokemon. You get one. If you had to choose one Pokemon with you forever, which one do you choose? The Pokemon that eliminates you. That's, like, all of them. I'll pick the squirtle with the shades because duh <laughs> squirtle squat. squirtle Uh clear answer is Darkrai
1: but I don't even know what that is bro OG 150 or bust
2: yeah I know I know I stopped I, after
0: like 400
2: yeah so ghost guy but anyway you might be listening to us on Google Play Music Apple Podcast, The Place with the Ears, Spot, we're SoundCloud.com, baby. SoundCloud.com slash Soundcloud. uh, grapples to apples. This, is,
0: this episode's going to be uh,
2: a doozy. William's <laughs> asleep <laughs> right now. Just for a uh, photographic... Oh, I thought I was going to take a photo and send it to the
1: Instagrams. You're listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash grapples to apples. Those grapples are number two. two. Apples, or you might be on Google Play Music or on Apple Podcasts. As always... The intro's not always like this, but usually you're used to hearing one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be, because baby, that's who I is, joined by my sexy, shadesless. Yes. hetero life mate. Who, who is this man?
0: It's just Jeremy today. It's, just, it's just, gl- just, just, just just Jeremy. Just, just Jeremy. Just,
2: just Jeremy. <laughs> There's
0: no glasses. Just I, Jeremy I, I, 2019. I'm trying to rummage through my bag hopefully <laughs> I can pull something out for you guys cuz I can't I can't can't do this to my fans today. Do you want to use my regular glasses? You never
1: wear another man's glasses. I'm not having this conversation. And as you can all tell by now from the very eclectic intro Returning onto the podcast as he does every once in a while, one of the OGs. Tell him who you are.
2: I am the double Z and the double E, Maddie Bizzle. Welcome back.
1: You can't welcome yourself I back am to the show. I'm welcoming myself back. Oh my god. See, every time I want to be like, welcome back to the show, you got to ruin it nope. and get your guts. Oh, boys. Guess who just showed up? Oh! It's the return of the. Oh, wait. No way. He didn't.
0: Is this- it's the very sensual. Oh. The very tight. Ooh. Mr. Sunglasses at night himself, yeah, boy, shades. Ooh. Who's that cherry we kicked him out. We kicked him out. Is we found what? some shades in his bag. Crisis averted, guys. Just, now we can go. That's why. That's why this, this the intro was so wonky all over the place because
1: because the shades wasn't on. That's a, never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. No. My no. gosh, Mr. Thrill, we have a lot to go over. We have ladies and gentlemen, we have a stat show for you guys. A lot happened all over professional wrestling, AEW, WWE, and WA. We got some controversy. We got some predictions. We got everything. But before we do any of that, Mr. Bizzle, because... Can you manage to ring the bell? (laughs) Do you want
2: me to sound it out like I used
1: to? No, my God. (laughs) Just ring the bell. So,
0: usually Thrill likes to do the non-WWE
1: so I'm going to let him do it.
0: <laughs> We're looking at some WWE news right now. Uh, WWE's backstage that airs on FS1 on Tuesday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard
1: Time. That's way past my bedtime.
0: <laughs> Their viewership for this week's uh, backstage episode, uh, up to 180,000 viewers. Ooh, that's a big, big leap.
1: That was a big leap.
0: Oh, uh, excuse me. This is their debut, because Phil CM Punk Brooks is now a mainstay on the show. And what a show it was! They had David Arquette.
1: Yeah, that was awkward. That promo off of him and, and Booker. Booker? Oof. That was rough. That was awkward. That was
2: rough. That that ended up just being like everybody loves everybody. We don't need to do yeah, this. Yeah,
1: it was like really, <laughs> it started off strong, and I was like, oh, this got real awkward real
0: quick. He lost like he lost himself halfway through the the promo.
1: Did not punk mm. him like an F?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was it was weird. Even uh, F. Um, so some some things that happened on backstage was uh, Pff, Renee is her name? Yeah, yep, Renee. That's the girl. Renee Young and CM Punk have yeah. a long sit down. CM Punk uh, states again, very clearly, that he is not, absolutely not employed by the WWE. He is employed by Fox as an analyst for.
1: Wrestling. And yet, wrestling fans still don't seem to understand how this works. Yeah, they're insane.
0: They they think that because he is on a WWE product, that he is under contract or obligated to wrestle uh, for the WWE.
1: All I've been hearing is, oh, it's going to be CM Punk at WrestleMania with Seth Rollins. (laughs) WrestleMania is like four (laughs) months away. Well, not
0: only do they think this, because Seth Burning Down Rollins is on Twitter. Saying "Fight me, Punk," and CM Punk was asked, "What do you respond to that?" And so please
1: stay off Twitter. <laughs> he, he needs to stay, stay off away. Twitter.
0: Stay, stay, stay away from Twitter. Take a hiatus. Delete the app. And of course, Seth burning down Rollins doesn't listen to that, and says something about he coward. coward. He's like uh, tough talk coward. Whatever. And it's bro. like dude. Um, Just listen to the guy. Yeah, like Just, really, listen to the guy because your Twitter wars have not helped you in the past at all. It's not going to help you in the future. Nope, it hasn't helped his um, him his fan base
2: grow in the past six months or whatever. No, uh, not his character it has done nothing
0: positive for him. Hundred percent. So, uh, CM Punk says, you "Don't shoot on me," or some something to that effect. Ooh. I don't have the actual transcript in in my hands right now but it's basically like yo don't use my name to try and elevate yourself yeah, yeah. to I don't know not main event because That's the main event already what but you know? like don't don't use me to keep your, yourself relevant right it's CM Punk's 41 years old he's done bro is he 41? yeah he's... he said he's 41 years old he's not he's not gonna be the CM Punk that everybody's used to mm-hmm. of the high and flying and the energy and this and that it's like He's forty-one. He got his butt kicked in two UFC fights. Hmm. He's not gonna come back and wrestle unless, unless the bag is
2: there. It have to be a heavy bag, bro. I was listening to uh, Observer Radio earlier, and they were talking about how like the only thing that makes sense is if they offer him some sort of crazy crown jewel, jewel uh, crown yeah. jewel yeah. Uh, deal. One hundred percent. And that that is like. Because the, the money that they're offering these people for Crown Jewel is,
1: like, insane. Yeah. So. Yeah, they pay for Crown Jewel first, though.
3: So. <laughs> let's, see, let's
1: see if that plane gets up. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> I'm gonna have at my door tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was at work, and this dude came in, he was like, yeah one of the my, my friend's a prince and he bought me a phone I was like really prince from here he was
0: like Saudi Arabia I was like oh word burps
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's
0: move on shall we I apologize to any Saudi fans that are listening to us right now this is fact so <laughs> in the rumor mill for WWE there are people asking for their release one in particular Oni every week yeah Oni Morgan. Morgan. Is asking for his release. Last week was Singara. This week is Oni Lorkin. Oni Lorkin, asking for his release because they ain't got nothing for him.
1: He I mean, if he's not doing stuff with Danny Burch, it's like they have nothing for him. Yep. He reverted to his indie name, too, mm-hmm. you know, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. On Twitter. On Twitter, he changed all of his info back to his OG Indian name. Yeah,
0: yeah, but, you know, WWE superstars have done that before and, like, they change it back. It's not
1: that... It's not that groundbreaking.
2: It's going to be another uh, Mike Canales incident where he puts out a release and then we hear nothing for, from anybody because nothing's going to happen. you know
1: what? I feel like Oni has a better chance of being released because what is he really doing? He's, uh, not, he's not a needle mover. What is Mike Canale do, Canales doing? But Canales has a, some level of name attached to him because of his wife. Mm-hmm. Which and is unfortunate. Be, and because he's a decent, like, in the indie scene, he was doing some stuff and Impact and whatnot as, you know, Mike Bennett. So he's got some name to him. Only Lorkin, he ain't doing nothing. At least not as of where his career is right now.
2: They're not gonna release anybody. They ain't letting nobody know. Right. Unless Jordan, uh, outside of Jordan
0: Miles. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so that <clears throat> is basically the WWE news, Mister Thrill. Let's 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 start with the. Uh, The non-explosive stuff.
3: Yeah, let's
1: keep it simple. Yeah, let's keep it simple. Start. So first off, it was announced a few weeks ago that at Hard to Kill, Tessa Blanchard would be challenging Sammy Callahan for the Impact World Championship. Now, because they're usually pre-taped, there was a lot of questions as to how we are going to get there. And so the way we ended up getting there was there was a gauntlet match for the number one contendership. Uh... That featured the likes of Rich Swan, uh, Brian Cage, so on and so forth, and Tessa Blanchard ended up winning the Gauntlet match, which is going to make her the number one contender for the match at Hard to Kill. I so even though this is like something that we all knew, <clears throat> I thought it was worth mentioning because I want to talk about how I think I don't like the fact that they announced the match first mm-hmm. before we saw it live, because mm-hmm. like. They like it wasn't like it was leaked. Impact announced it. They put out the posters that this match was happening, and then they put on this episode. So it's like
0: once they announced this
1: match, what what am I watching it for? Like I already know who's gonna win.
0: They thought it was gonna be good marketing by having Tessa in the main event <coughs> scene. Sure. And it's not because how did we get there? We're we're now having to we we're at the finish line now. Now we have to. Retrace our steps to yeah. to make it to that finish line. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Now any gauntlet match like they had, I'm saying, like, all right, Tessa has to win this 100%. now because, I mean, if not, then is it a triple threat? Is she no longer in the match? Like, what what, what did they do? They shot themselves
1: in the foot. They deceased. Yeah. I've I've like, I've been an advocate for Impact for a while now because they've been killing they've been killing their product lately. But this is just a, a small I think a small misstep that I think they could have avoided, but. They were too eager to try and push this, to get those ticket sales. You know, get them sell sell those tickets as quickly as possible. And I get that, but you got time. Hard to Kill's in January. You like, you didn't have to do this, but whatever. That's where we're at. Moving on to some controversy. Jim Cornette. For those of you who don't know who Jim Cornette is, Jim Cornette is a major figure in the world of professional wrestling coming through from the regional era, the regional times and NWA and all that stuff. Worked for WWF. Worked, he worked for WCW at some point, didn't he? Worked WCW. They got like, he's synonymous wrestling and wrestling CNA, is synonymous with Jim NWA, Cornette. Yep. So, currently Jim Cornette had been working for NWA and on this week's episode of Power during commentary in a match, he he made a, a comment that could be perceived as being racist. Now, after this episode aired, there was a backlash. NWA released an apology and re shot, I mean, re edited and re uploaded the episode of Power without the comment. And then Cornette resigned. Now, there's a, a bit to unpack here. First, There is some debate as to whether or not what he said is truly or should truly be conceived as racist. Now, the comment was it was in the middle of a match between Nick Aldis and Trevor Murdoch, and he said Trevor Murdoch is the only person I know who could run through Ethiopia with a bag of fried chicken on his back and make it out. Something along that context. I'm not here to argue whether or not it's racist. But that's the comment. There's some debate as to whether or not it's racist. However, it is irrefutable that it's not a wise comment to make on the air. My issue is this is pre-taped. This was done weeks ago. Mm. Why did NWA let this air at all?
0: Because they didn't think it was a problem until people got offended by it. So
1: then then that tells me the bigger problem with NWA is that... Again, I'm sorry. Two things. From
2: my, what I remember, I, I could have swore they had actually put out a statement the day before or the night ne- right before it aired, Mm-mm. just saying, you know, there was something that was in, in the statement, we want to apologize, we don't agree with these views, um, and they knew that it was there. Mm-hmm. And but that's what I'm saying. If you know they, they, it's
1: there, why not just that, edit that, that, it out to their, That
0: comment was post-backlash, though. Ah, uh, okay. I
1: don't know. Regardless, whether they made whether they made the comment before it aired or not, the fact that you let it air with that comment and then removed it after the fact tells me that you don't really think that what he said was messed up. You don't truly believe your apology. You just didn't. You just got caught with the bag, and you're like, "Oh snap, we gotta fix this."
2: I think it was more them throwing Jim Cornell under the
1: bus with it. But I I think they wanted to do it. Just why not? Why not keep it in house? Say, Jim, you can't say that. We're gonna edit it out of the episode, and then air the episode without the comment, and no one's the wiser. Because then, then it nothing.
2: Kind of, I mean,
0: honestly, nothing. Because if if it, 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 I, it's all pre-recorded, it's not like any fans have heard this already. If they cut it out, mum's the word. Nothing happened. There we no go. One's the wiser.
2: Supposedly, he was on. uh... Drugs? He, no. He, <laughs> <laughs> he was he was already on strike for two other things in the past. So again, why so, not
1: keep us so under wraps?
2: Because they want they needed to give a public reason as to why maybe get they were getting rid of him.
0: Mm, they don't need a reason.
1: If they want to fire Jim Cornette, they just fire Jim Cornette.
0: They can make some foo foo thing. Oh, uh, things weren't working out the way we planned. Blah blah blah. That's we it. had to let him go. That's it. Uh, they don't need uh, like you um, said. They should they they should have edited it out. But they knew they acknowledged that it was there, and
2: they went went through with it. The
1: only thing I can think I of understand. is either a they didn't think it was racist, or they didn't think it was going to be a big deal, or b they didn't catch it. Whoever was editing the episode was just mindlessly not paying attention to what he was saying, let it go through, let it air. And then... what I
0: think they thought that was going what was going to happen was they thought it was going to be just like a funny joke. Mm. And uh, some people, I mean, one Ethiopia is a starving you know country, right? You know, so that. And I think that's what he meant in in terms of, like, the, the quote. He can run through Ethiopia yeah, with a, yeah. a, a bucket of chicken strapped to his back and, and walk out right. fine. I think it was more of the Ethiopian not having food right. than them, them being so hungry that they'll attack a man for food, but because right. he's so intimidating, he'll right. be all right. right.
3: I right. don't think
0: there was any racist or malicious intent behind it, <clears throat> but... You gotta be wiser than that. In this day and age, like <clears throat> anything that you say can be perceived as racist, especially coming from a, a southern white, southern man. white guy. <laughs> you know, a southern white guy is, just screams Confederacy. Yeah, he may not be, but right. you know, it, it can it be perceived that way.
1: I think much to what you were saying. I think had he chosen a different food. It would have been a different. If he said
2: fun. strap a steak to his back, a I, it, I, com- I think from then it
1: would have just been well. That's an insensitive thing to say about Ethiopians, and that'd been the end of it. Yeah. Or someone would have laughed it off. <laughs> but because it was a fried chicken, chicken joke. Ethiopia, that uh, apparently two, plus two equals races. You know what I mean? Like even if it wasn't meant to be that way, right? I think that I hundred percent think if he had said any other food other than something that's associated with a black stereotype, he would have been fine. An American black stereotype. Well, yeah Apparently
2: um, This was also not the first time He said this line Like this is something that This was like a joke That he's made in the past Right Like in like And I'm talking decades past I'm not talking like mm-hmm. Six months ago I'm talking like 30 years ago 30 years and ago And it's a can refresh line And people wouldn't be as offended Batting their eyes Exactly And, and what I'm saying is like It's just it's a, he's re, it's a bad joke That he's reflashing now And it's yeah. Not the time to do that not the place to do that.
1: I mean, but Jim Cornette's shown time and time again how he's out of touch yes. with wrestling, and clearly he's out of touch with society. And now he's he just can, out of a job. Yep. That sucks because I actually like Jim Cornette. Like, I
0: like I liked him in TNA. I liked his managerial work in the WWE. I liked I liked him as a as a person. You know, he was he was, seemed like he was
1: genuinely like for the business. But well, I mean, I don't think there's any question that he cares. Deeply about professional wrestling, which is why he gets on his soapbox about things not being what they used to be, and he this is like what res- real wrestling is. Yeah. yeah, he's very much like a wrestling purist, quote unquote. And I, I mean, but again, that's I, that's my issue with Jim Cornette is that he doesn't want to break out of what wrestling was in 1975 in Mississippi. You know what I mean? Like, mm. guy, keep, let's move on. Territories are bigger now. Exa- right. Right. There's Japan. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, that that pretty much covers the non-WWE news.
0: No contract signings? Nothing that
1: I, nothing that I saw.
0: So, the only thing that I saw was um, Kelly Klein. Oh. Uh, she uh, will not be, well, ROH will not be renewing her contract. Really? In the they, January. They straight fired her,
2: yeah. No,
0: they did not fire her. No they, no, they did. No, they did not. They did not fire her. They're going to let her work out the rest of her contract. But her contract is over in January. But she she's on no injury. What? She's on no injury.
1: Yeah, but they're not gonna release her. She's not fired. Ring of Honor allegedly fires. She got Kelly Klein. How long ago was this? One day. Pro Wrestling Sheet. No,
0: uh, it's it was, she tweeted something out. Three
1: hours ago, comments about her concussion and being fired from Ring of Honor.
0: Oh, so then yeah, I guess they did fire her. What? Yep.
1: How do you fire your current women's champion? I
0: thought Angelina Love was a woman champion.
2: I think they were not... They weren't paying her any t- uh, enough to for anything that she wanted, I guess. And then they were just like, cool, no, it's a it's
0: a whole thing. It's like um, she was... Uh, there was information leaked out about something or something like... Something happened.
1: How did I not get, catch wind of this?
0: Because <laughs> you cleared out your job earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's major. Like Kelly Klein will not be re-signing with ROH, wow. whose whose women's division is anemic as all hell right now. It will be even worse when Kelly Klein leaves.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I don't I don't understand what they're gonna do.
2: I don't know. I haven't heard anything about uh,
1: Women of Honor. In, whew, wow. Because your division is it's anemic. Well, it's it's like got three people left in there. Mm -hmm. Tenille Dashwood is gone Now Kelly Klein is
2: gone Molina showed up on Power this week right? That was something that happened?
0: Molina Eminem Molina? Yes Nah I I don't watch Power I don't know Hmm. But Yeah I mean What What does ROH do? Do they just like 86 their women's division?
1: At this point I think they put it on hiatus I honestly think Make so. Make it seasonal, like a wow or whatever. No, no. I think just take some time off, rebuild, wait until you can, you know, get some women who working international or whatever, get some women under contract, and then bring it back up. Slowly integrate some women into the division, like into into your company, working as valets, managers, whatever, interfering and doing this, doing that, and then slowly but surely you give them a division again because right now it's it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. wow this is nuts I can't get over this mm. their current champion they put the belt on her a bunch of times before wow okay anyway so <laughs> I guess that wraps up the news outside of the you know WWE hmm. now shades we we have a, have a little discussion on air real quick okay but typically we go through the week yes we do Monday Night Raw on Monday. Mm-hmm. The Wednesday Night Wars. Mm-hmm. And then SmackDown on Friday.
3: hmm
1: Are we doing the same on this week? We are not. Okay.
0: And uh, I'll tell you why. Raw and SmackDown was basically a rinse-repeat of the last three weeks leading up to Survivor Series, where it's just... Random matches. Random matches. Sprinkle. Gang warfare. We got a whole right. lot of my big boy Tucky. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest news that came out of SmackDown is the new Intercontinental Championship that Sami Zayn gifted to Nakamura-san. Whack. The belt is very generic-looking, mm-hmm. um, but they needed to change the belt. Uh, Thrill's theory that he said off-air
1: when, when he heard about the belt being changed... I ask, do you think there's any relation to them changing the belt and the fact that the person who brought out the last iteration was Cody Rhodes? So we ask you
0: guys, listening at home or on the road, or as Bizzle would say, the guys who are listening with the wires to the
2: the ears. ears Not
0: specifically wires, but the things (laughs) in your ears. You could be using
2: wireless headphones. All right, we
1: got it. We got it. We got it, Biz. We got it. Nice Bluetooth pod. I can't even ask. So the question, the question we ask you, we pose to you, was this pure coincidence? Or was it something done with the thought of Cody Rhodes in mind? I
3: don't know.
0: I personally think it's the belt was just overdue to have a new one. It's been like 10 years since we had, you know, a belt change for, for the IC title.
1: I kind of feel like it's a Cody Rhodes thing.
0: I think it's just pure
2: happenstance that Cody used to what happens to be the guy that introduced that title almost 10 years ago it then.
1: could be it it's could. it been
2: almost it, 10 years since they and when was the last
1: title. time we got a change of the US title that things looked like that for like a decade plus no they, yeah you're right a the, lot but it hasn't uh, changed since it's been a change since Cena dropped them. that's what I'm saying it hasn't changed the Spinner version Yep, and that was a quadrillion years ago they yeah. also did they remove the US title for a little while no. No?
0: They did. They did yeah. that? They removed when? the title for a little while after um, Edge beat Test at uh, Survivor Series to merge the belts. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when SmackDown came back, like they, they did the brand oh, spread. Right, right, like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, They yeah. had the inaugural title. But that was
3: before, I mean, like the And
1: belt.
0: Eddie Guerrero won it. Hmm. I
1: forgot about that. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, I don't necessarily think it's, like, they have to change the design every X amount of years. I, I mean, they sure. tend to yeah. change the design of their belts every X amount of years. But, um, I don't know. Uh, may- maybe, maybe, it's a little column, maybe it's a little column B. Maybe it was like, man, Cody introduced his belt. Well, we, you know, it's been a while. We change it anyway. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that was the, th- the thought process, or one came before the other. I have no idea. Who knows? We'll never know. Now, like you said, SmackDown did have that. The only other thing of note that I that I thought was worth mentioning was the visual at the end of SmackDown. And as cool as the visual was, when I sit on it, I kind of hate it because it's a total rip. And I get that they're paying homage, but it's a little bit too much fan service for me. So what I'm referring to is that so at the beginning of the show, Roman Reigns brought up some giant gate and was like, we're letting the doors open for Raw and NXT to come in, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the show, Raw and SmackDown are brawling, and then coming down that rampway is NXT. You have a Humvee with Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Leo Rush, and um, um, Champa maybe.
0: Champa and the Road Dog. There we go. They were right. like like on the on, on the on the, and on the Humvee, yeah.
1: and then flanking them was the rest of the NXT staff. Um I mean, well, roster, excuse me. So when it came down, I was like, yo, this is really cool. This is awesome. Oh, man. Because, you know, nostalgia. So I'm like, oh, man, this is really cool. But do we need this?
2: I think it would have been cooler if they actually brought it all the way down to the ring. But it was just something Yeah, kind of, I mean, bring up the nostalgia factor for like five seconds. And then they hopped off the Humvee and ran to the ring. It was like... Then did you even need the Humvee? Right.
0: Like, what was the point of? Well, the the point of the Humvees, um, because it's a war. No, not that. It's a throwback to when uh, DX DX tried to invade uh, WCW, and they couldn't get into the building. Um, They had a a megaphone. A megaphone. uh, Mm -hmm. They're driving around. Let us in. Blah blah blah. This. The doors were open. Now they're in. It's just a throwback to it. It's nothing. I get that, but, like, the doors were
2: open. You didn't need a Hummer. You also didn't, you, I mean, it was just, it's you not could to to anything. Yeah, so my,
1: my issue with, part of my issue with the whole Humvee thing is tied to my issue with NXT as a whole this week. So if you don't mind, I, I want to use it as a transition. Cool. Mm. So NXT this week was, for all intents and purposes, a banger of an episode they beat AEW in the ratings for the first time since, you know, this war started. Fans love this episode. Uh, For the most part, wrestling critics and journalists have said positive things about the episode. But there's a couple things about the episode that really bothered me that stuck in my craw. And, um, Ryan Alvarez from Wrestling Observer Newsletter also kind of added some stuff that made me think about some extra stuff. So, this was not... An episode of NXT. Hmm. If you think of the way an NXT show is usually promoted, shown, how they structure their episodes. Formatted. Formatted. This was not an episode of NXT. As a matter of fact, this is an, a go-home episode, right, for NXT TakeOver War Games. Did it feel like that at all to you? Because it surely did not to me. Um,
0: you had... It, it definitely sh- didn't, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs>
1: The show, you you kick off the show with Becky Lynch cutting a promo, which leads to a match between her and Rhea Ripley. You have, um, and and so, I'm kind of sidetracking a sidetrack here. Raw and SmackDown and NXT have been doing this like guerrilla style, just jumping each other, right? Like person attacks them from behind, coming down through the stairs, yada yada. This was like everything was so formal. None of this was like oh, no, they got jumped jump from behind. This was matches.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We're going to have the War Raiders, or I'm sorry, the Varking Raiders versus um, those Forgotten Sons. We're going to have the Revival versus Undisputed Era. Like, these are matches that were set up rather than jump-ins, rather than uh, just jumping just people from behind or attacking crowd, anybody. Right. right. This it was wasn't like shield invasion. 100%. Right. So while on SmackDown, you have invasion angles. This was more just like a... Come watch NXT featuring Raw and SmackDown superstars. It's
0: like an infant version of Survivor Series. Uh, Mm
1: -hmm. Exactly. So there's a lot about this episode that just didn't vibe with what NXT normally does, nor did it vibe with what Raw and SmackDown are doing. Mm -hmm. So normally that's what makes NXT work, but if they're not doing their own thing either, what are they doing? This felt like an NXT episode that had no identity. It mm-hmm.
2: just—it's—it's it's not just what Raw and SmackDown are doing, but what their whole angle has been doing. O.C. Right. came in a couple weeks ago, and they actually their proper invasion. They exactly. took out, uh, a dispute error. They 100%. started running,
1: um, running the road. That's what I'm saying. This episode just doesn't feel like. It felt like they were the third party, just tagged into something. Mm-hmm. Ron and SmackDown are doing something. They're like, "Oh yeah, you want to get involved in this? Okay, how do we do that? I just figure it out." Because at the end of the day, Survivor Series, we don't even know. We have not a single member of NXT Survivor Series team announced yet. Men's team. The men's team.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: How does how is that possible? That on the Go Home show again, you're trying to you're trying to promote two shows in the same episode. You're trying to promote Takeover and Survivor Series. Right. And you haven't named a single member to your men's Survivor Series team on the Go Home show. That makes no sense. But you're having matches between. Dakota Kai and Kaylee Ray, just so that Kaylee Ray can go over on Dakota Kai because she's going to be in the women's match. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, this was a very perplexing episode of NXT because it didn't feel like an episode of NXT. It didn't feel like Raw. It didn't feel like SmackDown. It didn't feel like NXT. It just felt like a wrestling show that happened to be put on by WWE featuring all of the superstars. Uh, it, it,
0: it didn't feel like a, a lead up to War Games. It, it hasn't felt like a, a lead up to War Games At since all. before uh, NXT invaded uh, Raw and SmackDown what they've been doing now is just basically pushing the Survivor Series angle Mm -hmm. and it shows Mm -hmm. and I think that's why they have so many like they had uh, more viewers this this week than AEW's because they're leading into Survivor Series and NXT may actually have a chance to win a, a couple of these matches to not only one will they though they need to legitimize them a little bit more. Have done they done it yet? This is the this is the first week that they actually won. With you know superstars on there, you
1: know, like the only like the,
3: the Vicky
0: Lynch Ricochet, uh, the Viking Raiders, and the you know, only the Seth only one of these matches Rollins. the
1: only one of these matches that ended with a finish that favored NXT was undisputed era. True. Yeah, you're... you're, You know what I mean? Like, they're they're just... They haven't... To this point, they have not shown NXT to be on par with Raw SmackDown. As much as they pretend like they are... False.
0: Some matches are different. Like, they've been booking Adam Cole strong. You said he's been on Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. He's gonna be on... But they won't put
1: him over on Seth Rollins. That's because Seth Rollins won't put him over. Daniel Bryan put him over clean. I'm sure if Vince told Seth um, you're, you're laying down for Adam Cole, he's Seth laying down for Adam Cole. But
0: Vince is not going to tell him that because
1: Adam Cole Vince is... Vince is the boss. Vince is the one who decides who does what. But Adam, He books
0: the shows. But Adam Cole is not Vince's project. That's Triple H's project. Okay. Seth Rollins is Vince's guy now. That's my merch seller right now. But the
1: same person who told DB to lay down could tell Seth to lay down.
0: DB would be more than willing to lay down. Seth but what I'm saying is that backlash.
1: it's not Seth's choice. mm it's not up to
0: Seth. I don't know. And Seth is trying to be the company guy
1: right exactly. now. Exactly.
2: He'll do. He's trying to prove he'll do whatever it is. 100%. To really, really the face.
1: He'll
0: he'll do whatever he can for the company. He has. He's whatever bad he's at, 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 at it. it don't he, get me wrong. Interesting. Interesting. So that's why in Hell in a the Cell they didn't want to put Bray Wyatt over, right?
2: No, it's because they were worried he was hurt. Hurt? Yeah, he was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. Because there was supposed to be a Hell in a Cell spot. Like he was supposed to fall yeah, off the cell. Yeah, he was supposed and they had, so instead of they called like, that on the fly and that was really not good but so you know, instead of
0: him like stopping the match or whatever like prematurely and, and making the, the crowd even worse throw into a frenzy they have him still beat on his head protected but still beat on his head with a sledgehammer and chairs and screwdrivers and monkey wrenches and all these other and stairs
1: but again but that's not Seth's call I think you're giving Seth way too much power and and his lot in the WWE. I think you guys are underestimating how much power Seth has. I, I I don't know. I disagree. I think Seth is a company guy. I think Seth works for WWE and Seth does what he's told. I don't. I think Seth may have an opinion. I think he's allowed to express his opinion. But if Dean Ambrose, aka John Moxley, showed us anything in his uh, Jericho podcast. You can say whatever you want. At the end of the day, Vince has final say. Yeah, but
0: John Moxley, Nadine Ambrose's character, was not Seth Rollins.
1: No, but he was still, like, viewed as a top guy in the company. Mm, he wasn't
0: treated as a Seth Rollins. Even
1: Jericho has said that, like, very few people have any sort of real pull with Vince. We're talking about a guy who's now competing with Vince, but has shown respect for Vince who will tell you there are very few people who can say anything to Vince and not just do what they're told. I don't think Seth is at that point in his career where he can tell Vince who he's putting over or not. I don't, I don't
2: he's not Brock Lesnar.
1: Yeah, he's, sure. he's, he's definitely no Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> he's no Brock. He's no Jericho. He's no Cena. Mm.
3: You
1: know. Uh. Whatever. Um, I do want to say that there were some. I'm like, I'm again. I'm not saying NSC was a bad show because mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. It just wasn't an NXT show. So, like, I mean, my highlight of the entire episode was Ricochet dropkicking Kona Reeves out of existence. Because <laughs> Kona <laughs> Reeves is coming down to the ring for his match, and I'm like, oh, God, I gotta watch this buffoon. And then all of a sudden, you just see him get kicked, and he no longer exists. Like, I haven't seen him since. I, I, I'm pretty sure Ricochet dropkicked him out of the existence of the universe.
2: That makes sense. And it was amazing. I think that's what happened last time Ricochet was on NXT. <laughs> Connor, he, he, he hit conor Reeves. Conan Reeves disappeared for six months. It was so it was amazing.
1: <laughs> uh, but that led to like a really short, dumb match with Matt Riddle. And then and he... For what? Again, Kaylee Raver's Dakota Kai didn't need it. Viking Raiders defeat Forgotten Sons. As if How many times have you and I, Shades, talked about how Forgotten Sons need to be treated better? Hmm. They're the Forgotten Sons. Like, for real. The, the latter match between Adam Cole and Dominik Djokovic was like a five-minute match mm-hmm. that didn't serve anything other than lead to the brawl. The highlight, Other than the, the Ricochet dropkick, the Undisputed Era versus Revival was the only banger of a match.
2: I mean, And that probably tells me that Hunter still had the pull to be like, hey, this is still my show, and I want these guys to show what they can do. And, and I'm talking and, about the rival. 100 100.
1: And that's what kills me about them having dropping the titles to the new era to the new day. Of what two weeks ago? Because mm-hmm.
2: it would have been a much better tag team
1: match. Imagine this match, and then you add the for the Viking Warriors to it. Raiders. What did I say? Warriors. Warriors. I don't. I, I can't keep. That's up probably what name. full
2: sale people think it is right I I now. Can't, I that, can't keep up. Best up time names. they were there is
1: the Viking people. Well, they got the war chance. Oh at yeah, full the war machine machine was amazing.
3: <laughs> the whole crowd was
1: war, war. I was like, yeah, we know their real names. <laughs> So, that I mean, that, that's my, my contention with NXT and my thoughts on the show as a whole. You had an amazing match with a tag team match. You had an amazing drop kick, And then a bunch of myth. Yeah. So let's move on some... Let's talk, to, let's talk about some, so some... Some dynamite. Some dynamite. Dynamite. So,
0: they stated on Dynamite and they also showed this on BTE, although well known as Being the Elite, for you guys who don't know there, uh, Hangman, <laughs> Adam Page, no longer with the Elite. Yep. Well, what are you guys' thoughts on this? You guys are, like, Elite fans, you know? So, uh, are you guys going to miss Hangman?
2: He's been teetering away from them for a while. Right. That's the Since way they've been his playing. loss. Like, he's been trying to become his own persona or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, and, like, hence... Why he didn't show up right away a couple of weeks back when right. Cody got jumped or right. you know the brawl happened? They were
1: like, "Where are you?" He was like, "I don't know." So I think I I I like Hangman, I really do. Hangman. I like the Hangman, I really do. But and he said this on BTE. He's like, "I'm the, I'm tired of being the least successful member of the elite," mm. and and I mean that's that's what he is. Because you got Kenny The most successful Who's you know Thought of as One of the best wrestlers In the entire world Even though Kenny's got The worst record Out of them right now but, right? I'm, I'm talking about like in re, Well in, respected In all in yes. sure. reality
0: All spa- aspects of the wrestling
1: Kenny Omega is considered To be one of the best wrestlers In the entire world Top He's on, on a list of like Three or five Three to five guys That's like him Kazuchika Okada AJ Styles Maybe Daniel Ryan I, I don't know Who else? Who else could you consider one of the best wrestlers in the entire world? You know? Jericho? No.
0: He can reinvent himself. He's the best reinventor of himself, for sure.
1: And he's arguably one of the best wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Right now in the world? I don't know. Oh, right now? Probably not. So you have that, right? Then you have the Bucks, who are with, often considered to be one of the best or the best tag team in the world right now. You have, um, who else in the Elite right now? That's Cody. mostly it well, Cody. Then, and, and Cody Who's like
2: Owned Floating. professional wrestling
1: Right now Yeah So Hangman does like, wh- What has he done and I, don't, and I don't mean to say That in a disrespectful way But
0: well, I mean I said this when, when he was It was the Bullet Club I was like Hangman's the weakest
1: Member of the Bullet Club Right now Well he, That's never the case As long as Bizzle was on, on The Guys. Elite Thanks
0: Yeah but Chase owns
1: <laughs> He was part of the Bullet Club No he wasn't Yes he was, he still, he, he, was he still is He still
0: is and you guys still have the same... Ooh, I was going to curse. You guys, <laughs> have, you guys have the same hair. You guys have the same hair.
2: I was going to get as the you, uh, as as Chase got, Owens shirt
1: this week. On As long as you got the Tokyo Pimp and Chase Owens in Bullet Club, Hangman was never going to be the worst member on the team. Hmm?
0: Uh, no. Chase Owens got kicked out, remember? Beg he, pardon? He got kicked out, and then they got re- uh, welcomed back into the
1: Bullet Club. Oh, when they were doing the, the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah, but at the end of the day, Chase Owens is still BC. Blah. So, <laughs> speaking of former BC members,
0: Nick Jackson <coughs> taking on Ray Phoenix in...
1: Oh, my God, this match. Whew. That match was awesome. Oh, my God. If you
0: did not watch this match... Oh, I'm me the ball. This match just shows you Nick Jackson, not only a tag team specialist... Mm-hmm he can actually put on a singles match mm-hmm. Ray Phoenix we know he can go triple uh, he was a triple A champion. triple
2: A mega champion yep um, JR was saying on commentary this was Nick's first uh, match in five years
1: it's for a singles match it's for a singles, for a singles, match, singles match in five years,
2: five right years. yeah yeah. And because
0: it's it's just him and his brother or it's him, yeah. right. him he's always a tag match it's Always three, right. Right. three yeah so it was pretty great to see him, you know, flex that. I I want more of this. Mm-hmm. I want more single matches from the Jackson brothers. I I'm not sure about uh, Matt right now. Well, Matt's hurt. That's why he wasn't on the show. Yeah, I know. But Nick, and and you know what I loved about AEW? Yeah, NXT beat him in the ratings this week. But for me, top to bottom, I thought AEW was a little bit better than NXT. I thought so too. I thought uh, Nick and Ray set the pace. Nick still, still selling the leg injury mm-hmm. from full gear. Mm-hmm. Talk to him, Jay. Now that's something that we're missing in
1: WWE. And it wasn't like this over the top tape it up. No, no, no. Or, it it was me? just like,
0: like <laughs> it, it was bothering him every once right. in a while, like. Yeah, he still did his spots and stuff like that. He was still keeping up with uh, Ray Phoenix, But it was bothering him, and you could see it. And that is something that, like, injury continuation does not exist in the WWE. Or any wrestling, for that matter.
1: WWE either goes all or nothing. They either don't acknowledge, or they go over the top with, like, the bandages, and the, 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 um... They have the villains walk the, around the with a Makeup, uh, bruises. Yeah, yeah, no. like, they're having a crutch for, like, 17 weeks, and it's just like... They either go super over the top, or they don't acknowledge it at all. And this, like you said, it's been a... It's been, what, two, two weeks? weeks?
0: It's been so one sh- week She
1: looked at me. Stop. So, sure, it's not 100%, but it's also not hurting him as much as it was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that he can still do a lot of his stuff. But, oh, man, man, that's still, you know. Dude, I hurt my knee a month ago, and it still bothers me. You know? And I'm not a professional wrestler. Yeah, you're not? Not yet. Oh, okay. Cool. So we're still good
2: for that tag team thing, huh? You know it. Okay, cool.
0: So Ray Phoenix defeats Nick Jackson. I I was torn with this, like, victory. Mm. Like, do you want to give Nick Jackson his first win? or do you want to give like Ray Phoenix like momentum for eventually maybe going up against Chris Jericho or something like I don't know mm.
1: I, I don't I don't know man so at first I was on the same page as you where I was like I don't know if I'm happy about Nick losing mm-hmm. but then later on in the night they they showed um this little video package I don't know if it was during Dynamite or somewhere else I saw this where it showed that everyone who's associated with the elite has been struggling. Mm-hmm. They haven't been picking up wins. They've been getting beat up. They've been getting jumped here and there. Like the elite as a crew, as a group, has been like they've been on the ground. Yeah, they, I think they, I think those actually I was part of BTE. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, and I'm like that's of course he has to lose because they're struggling. And maybe they're going to come to the point where they acknowledge we're struggling because we're doing backstage stuff, you know, as the EVPs or whatever, and we're still trying to be the best wrestlers. We're not, we can't fully commit to either or. Exactly. Like, and that makes sense, and that's good storytelling, and it's stretched out, and I'm like, dude, okay, lose. Lose, Nick Jackson. Wrestle your butt off and lose and let it be part of the story that you and all your boys are really struggling to get it all together right now. I'm with it. I'm with
2: it. I'm really inter- interested to see where they run with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what is going to end up happening is they're going to utilize the the um the win loss records mm-hmm. and ha- once they get wiped clean because they're going to wipe them clean I believe at the beginning of the of next yeah, year it's in January. Yeah, it's every every, year. every every calendar year. Right. So, I think once that happens, I wouldn't be surprised if we see like a big pop from the elite and
1: it, something's got to be, be catalyst though and I yeah. think I know what the catalyst is I think it might take a villain to be the hero
3: mm, very That's interesting Marty's
1: contract is up is
3: it
0: this very, month very sh- this very
1: soon
3: Ooh.
1: I
0: think it's at the end of December really
1: so I think it might take a villain to be the hero and I think that'll be what brings the boys back together back to their winning ways mm. and that's where we get like this heroes like they're they're picking themselves you know what I mean? Like god if they if they pull this off, this is gonna be so good long term storytelling.
2: Ugh I get a ready to smell
0: it.
1: Right? I'm I'm like frothing. <laughs> Ooh. So let's move
0: on to the women's match. Uh Britt Baker oh. mm. DMD mm. taking on Hikaru Shida <gasps> in a, a decent women's match. Pretty good, Well, pretty not good. bad. Parker. Can we talk Parker. about Britt Brit Baker's Tanner, please, for like five seconds? Because I I was she blinded. is gold. Uh, it
2: was bronze. <laughs> she is she gold. gold. Straight bronze. She it is was bro. Gold. bro.
1: I couldn't. She's trying to match the color scheme of AEW. <laughs> yeah, she is bronze. I'm like, come <laughs> on. She's, she went to the standing salon and one of the teachers in- and said that color. <laughs> Make was, me that
2: color. I was like Brit, I know you have. You live in Florida. It's n- you. It's not that sunny right now. <laughs> like, you are not getting that much of a tan.
1: <laughs> I wonder if she let Adam Colbebe do it, no. and that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, can you spray tan me? I gotcha.
0: Probably <laughs> has Bobby Fish or or, uh, or Roddy Strong. They're tanned.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam Colbebe and and, and Kyler Kyle White. Pale, they're pale, bro. Pale, pale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Britt Baker loses to Hikaru Shida. Uh, Shida picked up her second win in a row. Nice. Does this... uh, They emphasized that Britt Baker was the number one ranked... Well, damn, technically the number one ranked women or the number one contender, Mm -hmm. technically, for uh, Riho's Women's Championship. Mm -hmm. But Shida picking up a victory on Britt Baker, does that... Does that change the rankings a little bit? Does Shida, who also has a, a victory over Riho, mm-hmm. become the new number one contender? Uh,
2: no. I that's... think we have a couple more weeks of booking before they they should make any decisions about oh, the title. Long... We have a ways to go before the yeah. next pay-per-view anyway, so we're going Well, just... I, mean, and... I think they're going to make a title change on a Dynamite mm-hmm. in the next six weeks or so. Uh, Bash mm. at the
0: Beach is their next pay-per-view. It's not a pay-per-view. It's not a, pay-per-view. It's, it's, not a two, it's a two-day event.
1: It's the episode of... It's the AEW show. It just happens to be...
0: No! The, so they're I gonna, was so happy that I saw
2: no, that. They're no. going to do a special edition of Dynamite on Tuesday, no, January 14th, I believe. And that's going to be taking place from the cruise. Uh, the, the Jericho cruise. I didn't
1: even know,
3: though. Yeah, they're going oh, to... Re- cool. They're going to oh. pre-record
2: that, I think. Or they're going to put it live or whatever. And then the Wednesday night episode of Dynamite is going to be the Bash of the Beach at Miami. And it's gonna intertwine those two episodes. Okay. So Okay.
1: But yeah, I know I knew Bash of the Beach was gonna be an episode of uh, Dynamite, oh, which leads me to something that I completely forgot to mention in the in the news. Um, I guess since we're we're here, I might as well mention it now. After they announced Bash of the Beach, Cody put out a tweet, looks like I might be having to go to court, time to go looking for a new suit. So there's speculation that WWE might be trying to sue Cody for using the name Batch of the Beach.
0: Because it's a WCW property and, WCW, and WWE owns WCW. question is,
1: how much of that does WWE own? And then the way trademarks and copyright work is that you can use you have um, rights to something for X amount of time, if not in use. So mm-hmm. so if they haven't used Batch of the Beach in, let's say, 10 years, then they lose that trademark.
0: And they'll lose it because they haven't.
2: Yes, Bizzle. So... I have a little bit more information on this stuff. Okay, good. So, from what I understand, yes, you're completely right. After the trademark, after... It depends on how it was licensed or how the paperwork right. was filed. Right. But usually it's like seven to ten years. Right. After that, it's done. They lose mm-hmm. the right to it. Mm-hmm. So, Cody had filed the trademark for Bash of the Beach already. Right. He got that with a bunch of other trademarks.
1: Uh, he got his dad's name back?
2: Yes. He got yep. the American Dream. He mm-hmm. got the American Nightmare. He got a bunch mm-hmm. of other things.
1: So, say bye-bye to the NXT Dusty Classic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um... But supposedly WWE is disputing um, the Bash because they use the Bash um, verbiage in the past. Well, Great the American, American Bash. bash? No, uh, not the Great American Bash, but they have rebranded that as just the Bash at some point in the past couple of years. What
1: was
0: this? You can't trademark Bash.
2: Like, right. No.
1: You... It's like that, it, it, that's
2: it's... what they're disputing though mm-hmm. with this. Okay. And it's probably gonna not work out for them. I think but, what
1: they're expecting is well, we got WWE dollar lawyers. You can't afford to go to court <laughs> with our lawyers, so you're just going to drop this, and we're going to win. Because that's pretty much how they, they, they bully people. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what WWE's expecting to happen. But I don't think they understand how much money the cons have.
2: Yeah, they completely forgot the cons
1: have doubled their network. Right. Exactly. So it's exactly. like, that's not how this works. Right, <laughs> right. I think Tony could be like, you know, my dad's, bought, it, His it's bigger than yours. I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> his checkbook is bigger than yours. <laughs>
2: It's gonna be interesting But yeah, so, yeah. We'll so see So from what I understand It's the bash That is the, the copyright the That they're disputing And it's like So dumb sir, no. So dumb so It's petty And there is um, It's Vince There is a crossover Because it's like uh, Something with lightness I believe Because mm-hmm. it could be If it's too similar to something mm-hmm. Then it can't be used But it's two completely different Right th- Things And I believe since Bash at the beach Has been used in the past mm-hmm. They can have that In their corner
1: And they're using An entirely different aesthetic Also yeah, like yeah. it's a, it's like a it's almost it's like, like a, a Miami themed black with the neon blue and purple and pink kind of thing. Right. Versus what Bachelor Beach used to be. Mm-hmm. It's
3: like
0: a Ma- Miami Vice type thing. Right. Exactly.
1: exactly. So like the aesthetic is entirely different. It's a name that hasn't been used in over a decade. It's a name that was created outside of the control of the current holders, who might have lost the trademark at this point. It's like, dude, just let it go. Let Cody do what he's got to do. But mm. not But they're petty, so they won't. But it's fine because now you got his dad's name back and so bye bye Dusty Rose Class Tag Team, uh, team Classic. That's gonna be funny if they actually try to do that. They can't. They, they can't. And they're not gonna acknowledge it. Next year they're just gonna pretend like it never happened. <laughs> so they're not gonna have the tournament. Exactly. They just won't have the tournament.
2: Yeah. I wonder if how that'll work on their statistic thing. You know the little stat things. What do you mean? Like uh, it says like three time world champion former king of the ring. Oh, they, uh, they, just they just won't acknowledge it. it. Yeah, yeah, they, they just won't acknowledge it. It'll be
0: interesting. So, we had the Dynamite Dozen Battle Royal guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, A hodgepodge of different wrestlers. Jimmy Havoc, Jungle Boy, Marco Stunt. Sonny Kiss. Sonny Kiss. Uh, We had MJF, Orange Orange Cassidy. The Hangman. Hangman. We had uh, Chuck Taylor. Mm Mm-hmm. And we had the last surprise entrant. Best. (laughs) <laughs> the badass Billy Gunn.
1: <laughs> I'm an ass man.
0: Bam,
2: bam. Well, that's not what he came out to. He came well, out obviously. To he came a big green X. <laughs> uh, and uh, that was I was surprised that they that they were able to pull something like that off. It was pretty. pretty what I, what
1: I loved is that they made Billy Gunn l- sort of look legit, but also understand this is fun. Mm-hmm. So all the Billy Gunn spots were comedy spots. Mm-hmm. It was him and Sunny Kiss, Sonny Sunny Kiss was twerking and Billy Gunn is known as the ass man. So he's looking at Sunny Kiss twerking and he's like Ugh. MJF throws him out. And
0: then and Orange Billy's Ca- Billy's like what are you like what are you doing, dude? Like yeah. come on, like go somewhere else. Right. And then Orange Cassidy's doing his spot which I pop for every freaking time. He's leading up to the Orange the Cassidy Ar- super kick. Ar- <laughs> he's, he's he's revving it up. MJF, MJF throws him throws over. Him over. He says that's two, and then they start... Um, well, he does his patented Billy Billy Gun SMD. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he said it
1: loud. Yeah. He, I was like, whoa,
0: Nelly. The
1: <laughs> are gonna have fun with yeah, that. Yeah, and
0: I screamed it also at, like, you know, 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was... I wasn't good, but uh,
1: he said it so loud I was like, "The cons are gonna get a phone call from TNT." <laughs> <laughs> <God>. Ring, ring. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of practices, Billy Guy, the one fifty-two Billy
0: Gunn. years old looks incredible. My word! Yeah, <laughs> I w- I hope I look just even like a fraction, a fraction.
1: Of that body, it's insane. When
0: I'm 52 years old,
1: it, so I'm watching it, and uh, my pseudo quasi cousin Alan in Tampa texts me. And he's like, "Yo, Billy Gunn is huge." I didn't realize <laughs> how big he was. I was like, "Yeah, dude." I like yeah, stood he's next like, to him. Six, seven. The guy's massive.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he was like a giant in the ring, man.
1: Yeah, he, and it's funny. I didn't realize how big he was until I was standing like two feet away from him, and I was just like, "Yo, Billy Gunn is huge. <laughs> he is big boy." Mm-hmm. But it also goes to show, and, and this is what Alan and I were talking about the difference in what WWF looked like versus what WWE looks like today.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Where Billy Gunn looked like an average wrestler back in the day next to Big Show, Triple H, Stone, Stone Cold, Cold, The, the Rock. Rock, Kane, Undertaker. All these guys are they were six, six, six,
0: seven, six, four. Like these are yeah. tall guys. And right? now
1: he's wrestling, he's in the ring with modern wrestlers who are more you know, Standard six high, one, you know, like, six more Joe Shimo-ish, 5'8", they're still ripped, but they're not 7' foot gargantuan monsters. You right. know, and mm. Billy looks huge compared to these guys. When back then, I was like, oh yeah, cool, I'm mm. done. And I was like, who put the Big Show in Billy Gunn's trunks? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Yeesh. Oof. That would be, <laughs> right. be rough. Um, so, the finish of this match... The finish of this match
0: was, uh, I saw coming a mile away. Mm. I'm like... Like, oh, it's down to three people, and then Jungle Boy Jungle Boy, and um, Hangman are left. And I say to myself, Hangman and MJF are the finals. MJF was, like, nowhere to be found after, like, this spat with Billy Gunn. Mm-hmm. He's going to eliminate uh, Jungle Boy, and that's it. So Jungle Boy, like, jumps. I don't remember who was the last uh, person he- with him jungle boy and um, it was hangman jungle boy and somebody else marco stun no marco stun was eliminated a long time ago but they're they're getting him out excuse me Uh, jungle boy uh, skins the cat basically Mm -hmm. he's over the top rope he stands on the apron after getting up kind of flexes at the hangman and gets pulled down by mjf MJF cleans his hands gets in the ring and next week Hangman MJF fight for a diamond ring
1: so as fun as this battle royal was ultimately I hate this because I don't what are they what are they wrestling for a diamond
2: ring but yeah. why, why
1: do I care about this diamond ring
2: so so Cody did like a and a on Twitter today or yesterday okay. and people were like why do we care about the diamond ring his answer was pretty much like it's pretty pretty it's like 40 grand like worth but well, like, like you
1: gotta give us a reason to care before you make us care yeah and this is something where I'm, I, I'm not gonna lie I'm team AEW but I gotta be frank here
2: why is it why do we care about this Th- this is
1: bad booking
2: I think this is just gonna become a prop that, that plays into MJF's um,
1: arsenal but you but you can't just make stuff up just for the sake of making stuff up yeah. you gotta give us a reason to care you got to explain these things. You have to introduce this ring and why it matters ahead of time, mm-hmm. and then we'll care about who wins this because this was fun to watch. But I didn't give a rat's hui because what do they? What do I care? Mm-hmm. It wasn't for tell me that the ring grants you normal contendership. Tell me that it, it grants you a title shot. Tell me that it grants you something. Give it meaning. Don't yeah, just be like...
0: There's no stakes.
1: Yeah, Battle royal for a ring. Okay. damn were stakes. Cool.
2: It's like the King of the Ring today. It's
1: like, cool, King of the Ring
2: happened. No, But
1: the King, the, King the King of the Ring is a, is a tournament that's supposed to serve a purpose. It's supposed to. Well, I mean, they don't know what they're doing anymore. But it's supposed to serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. This is just a battle royal for a ring. There's no purpose. It's not a tournament. This doesn't show anything. This doesn't highlight anybody. Mm-hmm. This highlighted Billy Gunn, and he's not an in-ring competitor. You know, this just, as fun as it was, I just think there's so much wrong with this whole Dynamite Dozen Battle Royale. Um,
2: This Battle Royale also highlighted something that's been digging at me since AEW started, which is, I feel like their roster's kind of small. It is small. I I feel like they need to bring on more people, because... We're six weeks in, seven weeks in, and I feel like, like all we're getting is different pairings of different people that we've already seen. Like, we're getting the Bucks every week. We're getting Kenny every week. And they can but put on didn't great get, matches. we
0: haven't gotten a Ray Phoenix, Nick Jackson single match.
2: Right. But we've seen them on TV almost every week since they started. We haven't gotten uh, Britt Baker versus Hikaru Shida. But we've gotten Britt Baker every week.
0: No, we have not. No, we have not. Almost not. No. Week. No. We, no, we, we didn't can't. get her last
1: we, week. Exactly. Britt's Brit, on every yeah. few
0: weeks, Maybe. The last time she was here was in Pittsburgh. Yep. So it was, what, three weeks ago? Something
1: that like was though. the
2: week
0: before the pay-per-view. Pay-per-view was last week, wasn't it? No, it was not.
2: Three weeks ago. She was on three weeks ago. I don't know. I feel like I'm not getting much di- uh, enough diversity out of their roster. The, the top
1: of their card is their top of their card. Mm-hmm. And we see that almost every week in some variation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's multifold. A, they're very top-heavy, their roster. And B, you, you do have to give the fans what they want. I mean, people are going to come pay to see... The Bucks, Kenny, Jericho, the Elite, the Inner Circle, at least in some capacity. We haven't had them all have matches, but we might get Jericho cut a promo with Hager in the background, like this week, which is amazing. Um, Sorry. sorry. (laughs) Um, You know, but I think you, like, imagine if you or I or whatever, we went to an AEW show and none of these guys are on the card.
0: I mean, this past week we had... All fresh matches. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've had Nick and Phoenix fight each other before, but, but never in a single match. Not a single match. To kick off the show. I'm not saying you can have none of them
1: Oh, the Pentagon.
0: Card. He was the last guy in the match because.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: Because Ray
2: Phoenix. No, he was the first
1: one out. Yeah. He got he eliminated was too
0: sweet No, I'm saying, but what I'm saying, like, I couldn't remember who was, like, the last person that I was missing from that, like.
1: Oh, from the, who was in the Battle Royal. Yeah. Last because contestant that you can. He out.
0: gets pulled out from Christopher Daniels, who was wearing a Ray Phoenix mask. Mm. Right. That's why.
1: But like I was also saying is, I think they're trying to build their lower card with these dark matches that they put on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Because their lower card needs to be built. Their Sonny Kiss, their Peter Avalon, their Brendan Cutlers, these guys who... Even
0: Joey Janela.
1: Joey Janela, who... And, and they're they're doing a great job with Joey and, and Darby. And,
0: and Sean Spears.
2: And Joey Sean, and
1: Sean are... Yeah, Sean uh, Spears... Sean Spears, is, is, he doesn't need it as much in terms he of building the, his name. He the big time already. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they need to build... And they're doing a great job with Joey, Darbin, and um, Luchasaurus. Darby, I So Darbin. I said Darby. You said Darbin. Darby, Joey, and um, Luchasaurus. They're doing a great job building these guys up along the way. And I think that was also part of the promo with and the current program with Jericho and Scorpio. Scorpio in the sky. Is we got okay, we're here. Mm-hmm. We need to bring these guys up. How do we do that without making it feel forced? And I think like, I think that's where we're getting to,
0: hmm. which leads us into the next segment, which is Chris Jericho coming out, and uh, uh, he doesn't have the ability to say s- sorry. S- thank you. So he has Jake Hagar say the word sorry for him, and he's just going on and on about how. Um, He can't, um, what the hell was it? (sighs) Say the word? No, no, no. It's not about saying the word. The whole saying, like, him not being able to say the word, sorry, and Hager doing it, and Hager's just, like, smirking literally, like, every Mm -hmm. time he says it, was hilarious. Right. But, for me, I felt like the the, the promo wasn't going anywhere until SCU comes out. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel it's just like Chris Jericho coming out, running down the crowd, saying that he wants to have a He's having
1: a celebration next week.
0: For everyone to say thank you. Right. To him. Right. Chris Jericho. Right. Le Champion.
1: Right.
0: So (laughs) Okay, why did my couch open up?
1: (laughs) Um so Talk about weird things to say out of context. Why did my couch open up? (laughs) (laughs) What? So,
0: SCU comes out. SCU! Scorpio Sky, big fan of Chris Jericho's, and they're basically goading him into having a match next week. Chris Jericho says you're on, and he's like, they're like, oh, uh, Frankie Kazarian's like, yeah, we wouldn't even dare ask for a title shot, because we don't, you know, Scorpio doesn't deserve it. Oh, you don't think you deserve, yeah, that's right, you don't deserve a title opportunity. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm... I don't I don't deserve this. I don't deserve it. So Chris Jericho gets baited into it as This is the only part that I didn't like. It was kind of like it it felt WWE-esque where they were like goading Chris into like putting the title on the line and Really cuz I've I've
1: never seen anything like this.
0: I it felt WWE-esque, not
1: like cuz what I loved about this was that it felt like Frankie and CD were trying to push while I felt Scorpio was being sincerely humble. Like, listen, I'm asking for a title shot. I, I didn't earn all that. But, like, let's have a match while Frankie and CD were trying to manipulate Jericho into putting the title on the line. Which I think is an interesting twist. And then Jericho obliges, oh, oh, you think this? You think that? You don't want this? You don't want it? Fine! You got it! And, like, that's an interesting twist on the usual I want a title match. You want it? You got it! This was, I, I don't want a title match. I don't deserve it. Oh, you don't want it? Well, now you're going to get it.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's like them playing into getting Chris to to make it a title match. I felt it was... I, for me, it felt too WWE for me. Nope. You know, it was too... It was too Looney Tunes for me. Like, it was like a, some slapstick Bob, type stuff for me. I didn't like it. Okay. But what I did like was Scorpio Sky... When Chris Jericho told him, you're not ready for this. And they shake hands and Scorpio comes in close and he says, I've been waiting for this for 15 15 years. years. And this is something that they've been saying very, very discreetly that they've been trying to push Scorpio Sky. Mm -hmm. Out of the SCU members, he's their youngest. Mm -hmm. He has the highest ceiling. Mm -hmm. He's He's got all great the tools in, the, in the, he's he's the great in the ring. All the tools in the world. He's got great mic skills. Now they can package it all together with somebody like Chris Jericho, who can give him the rub. He's not going to win the AEW championship, but he'll look damn good in this match, mm-hmm. and he will make people believe that, hey, Scorpio Scott could be a future world champion here.
1: I think what Scorpio, in the long term, what Scorpio has to do to get there, and he has to find his personality as a singles wrestler. Yeah. Because right now he's a member of SCU and they do their shtick and everything's all cool, but if you remove him from SCU, he's kind of just like smiley guy. Mm. I mean, he's got a great smile, but it's pretty much like he's just super awesome in the ring and just smiling all the time.
0: I'm just asking Apollo Cruz, how a uh, smiling guy Exactly.
1: So I feel like he's got he's to figure out who he is individually as a performer. Like, CD knows who he is Inside and outside of SCU, mm-hmm. Frankie knows who he is. Inside and outside of SCU, I'm not sure that Scorpio Sky does yet.
3: Okay,
1: I think once he defines who he is as a as a wrestler on his own, then we can start talking about putting the Big Boy Belt on him.
3: Mm.
1: But I think it's gonna happen. I think he's got all the tools in the world. This guy's he's tailor made to to be a main eventer one day.
0: So, this happens. Match next week. Was probably gonna be before after the celebration. Probably. Scorpio Sky taking on Chris Jericho for the AEW Championship. Mm-hmm. Later on during this segment, a brawl ensues between SCU and the Inner Circle, which Jurassic Express comes in to make the save for reasons unbeknownst to me. Like I didn't know that SCU and Jurassic it's Express were good guys, are good guys. So yeah, they kind of cleared up a little
2: bit when they were talking about it you
0: know, in commentary
2: later um, they went to a commercial right after mm-hmm. that cut but Jurassic Express had a match fo- right following and supposedly well, they did. were right uh, Luchasaurus had it Yeah, and supposedly uh, JR was trying to say that they were cutting into the time when they were they they were gonna have in the match, so they came in to break it up or whatever.
0: I mean, oh, okay. That's, uh, that's a, I know it's a bit of a yeah, stretch, right, It's a reach, It's a stretch but, but uh, I mean, because I mean, if whatever. you're gonna if if they're doing that, then why why do you have Hager and and Luchasaurus have a stare down?
1: Right, right. Because they're
2: the only two like tall guys. Luchasaurus is ready to scrap,
1: it. and then Hager. Oh, his point is that if they want to go break it up because of timing, then Luchasaurus isn't gonna go down there and have a stare down and potentially fight with Hager because that would take up more time. Mm.
0: Also, oh, <laughs> he beat pe- he beat Peter Avalon. Like it's not like
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, his match is against Peter Avalon, it wasn't exactly Oh yeah, it no. was a squash match. Yeah. It was a squiggity squash. But That was pretty, pretty Peter. That Avalon. was what they tried
2: yes. playing it off of. It's, I don't know. Whatever. How reason. do
1: you feel about Peter Avalon dropping the librarian gimmick and going back to his pretty Peter Avalon from the indie scene? Uh, I didn't like the librarian gimmick anyway. No?
2: No. Nobody liked the librarian gimmick from what I know.
0: Uh, also, we have like a Dark Order uh, uh, self-help <laughs> type video. I don't acknowledge uh, it. Is. it was a, that
2: ad was great. That was glorious. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Guy I, loses. He, his glasses get broken. I was like, damn, that's what happens when people's glasses break? Dark Order. You get recruited know. by the
0: the Dark Order? <laughs> so, during this time for, N- uh, for AEW for me, I fell asleep because you can't watch the Knicks, the Rangers, NXT, and AEW. <laughs> And not fall asleep from absolute exhaustion. Exhausting. So I did not get to finish Dynamite this week. Okay. Am I reading this correctly? Private Party defeated Santana and Ortiz?
1: Yes. Was this by disqualification? No. So it wasn't, but I think there's a bit of a caveat here. Okay. I like caviar. this, This match was a tribute match. To a friend of private parties who passed away. Okay. I think oh, what was his name? Something Travis or Travis something.
2: Something like that. He it was a he was in a bike accident, I believe. Right. And was it was it a friend of theirs or was it just someone from New York? Because they're both based out. of New I mean, York, I probably.
1: figured the the friend of theirs. They seemed to like really care about this whole situation. They had the T shirt. They hung it up on the ropes, um, and and I will say this about about. Um, Santana and Ortiz
3: mm-hmm.
1: they're, they're, they're heels right they're like super jerk pieces of crap heels mm-hmm. and, and and this is a match where you know these faces are having this tribute match in honor of their fallen fellow wrestler blah 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 they put the t-shirt on the ropes Santana and Ortiz could have done one of two things
0: they could have taken it off the ropes to generate massive
1: heat they could have and, 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 and how would you do that as disrespectful as possible I mean right what they did was remove the shirt, but Ortiz did it in the most subtle and respectful way possible.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Where he grabbed it, like slid it along the rope, brought it to his corner, mm-hmm. held onto it.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: then when he took off his jersey, he handed it to the ring guy along with a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because he got rid of the shirt, but he wasn't disrespectful to the person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like someone actually died. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like
0: this is absolute cheap heat if he does that. You know? Right,
1: right. You know, so I I, I really enjoyed. I enjoy it's a weird word to say. I really appreciated the fact that Ortiz decides to not just rip the shard the, the shirt off the ropes and make a whole ordeal out of it. And, you know, no, no, no.
3: Yeah, like and he also
1: can't keep it on the ropes for the whole match, obviously. Yeah. So he went, grabbed it, slid it over, took it, held on to it, took off his stuff. Gave it to to the ring guy, to the to the ring bell guy, whatever, whoever, with his stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm cool with that. But it was a good match, and then the private party went over. Okay, I mean that's.
2: There was that slight pin botch that, that happened.
1: Well, yeah. Do we know what the
2: details are between that, or I don't. No, I have no, no idea. Yeah, because that was just a little
0: weird. And to close it out.
1: Moxley versus Moxley
0: versus Darby Allen in a singles
1: match. mhm a regular old singles regular, match. Regular old singles match. As regular as these two can have. <laughs> <Without> <laughs> Involving body bags. Yeah. Moxley
0: goes over Darby Allen.
1: With the uh the paradigm, the paradigm shift off the top rope. Let's just
2: Oh uh, wait. Uh no what oh yes, that happened. Yeah. I am gonna say the uh the coffin he caught him with the coffin drop. Right, right. Yeah, no that but, was, but
3: the finish was the finish was the paradigm uh, shift he caught top him
2: rope. while Darby was up there yeah. and then turned into a paradigm shift.
0: Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, sorry. So that was AEW Dynamite.
1: So it's the, it's time. Well, I mean, we, that now that we've covered the the week of wrestling. It's time. Not yet. Once again. For, now that oh, okay. now that now that we've covered the week of wrestling. Oh yes, yes. You know, sometimes in wrestling, there's good seeds. <laughs> there's also some bad seeds. But at the end of the day, it all contributes to the beautiful tree and garden that is professional wrestling. So, Shades, I'm going to kick it to you. No, you know what? Our special guests. I'm going to kick it to you. Give me your good seed of the week. Hmm. What stands out to you as a positive thing that happened in the world of professional wrestling this week? across all of them. across every ten. It's really hard for
2: me. Because there's there's probably like four things. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if I had to choose one, I think you guys won me over with the Scorpio Sky stuff. I think that's uh I think that's if we're talking about planting seeds for the future, I mean that is what this segment is about, yes?
1: not necessarily but I'm with it
2: that's that's how I see it at least you know okay. we're planting seeds for it to grow yeah. into a right. big right. beautiful garden okay. and uh, I orchard. think sure apple <laughs> orchard angry orchard oh apple orchard God. anyway um, big beautiful orchard and yeah like uh, I feel like that is probably the has the biggest f- uh, future booking I think oh. yeah. right. best long term booking out of anything else um,
0: you guys Show this? See, now, originally, that mine was. was the Scorpio Sky segment. Okay. That was my good seed. Right, right, right. But... I like to improvise. You know? I, I'm, I'm on-the-fly kind of guy. So you know what I'm going to say?
3: The to. match
0: that opened AEW Dynamite this week, mm. Nick Jackson, Ray Phoenix, putting on a four-tope match, in mm. my opinion... Mm. Talk to him. I feel like you can give some more single matches to Nick Jackson. Give more to Ray Phoenix. Let them work their magic. Let them do what they got to do. Mm-hmm. They're both entertaining as hell. We don't need to see this rain back so quickly. But i like to see this rain back in the future for sure. Mm-hmm. Or maybe give Nick and Penta a, a, a go at it. Or Madden Penta? Or Madden Penta. I mean, you can go... A, hundred different ways. Right. But this was my good seed of the week, for sure. Okay. Okay. Show enough, show enough. Miss Thrill. Oof. You
1: got that good seed for me. Um So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna flip things on its ear this week and I'm a, and and you'll see why. Now my good seed is not gonna be as I'm gonna be a little whimsical this week this week. My good seed goes to the Ricochet Dropkick.
0: <laughs> Conor Reeves? Okay? yes.
1: Really? Yes. You don't understand I don't think you understand or anyone can understand just how much I enjoyed that dropkick. Like, I, I You not to
2: talk about how much you hate Conor Reeves?
1: I literally burst it out in emotion. I don't even know what emotion it was when I just saw him get dropkicked to the end of the earth. I was like, this is amazing. I didn't know I needed this in my life. But that's going to be my good seed and I'll- and you'll see why when we get to my bad seed. So, okay. Busy, busy, busy. Can't you see? Sometimes your words hypnotize me. Who's your bad seed for or what's your bad seat for the week? Oh, uh, I need
2: My one singular bad seat. We didn't have Vlashly and Lana this week, did we? That should have been my good seat of the week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Should've been my good seat of the week, All right? <laughs> oh man. Didn't we get some sort of Lana and Lashley Rusev thing this week? Yeah, but they just beat him up again. Oh, so I think, think
2: I know
0: what...
2: Can you guys go? I, 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 I'm I not okay. sure. Shade, yeah. do, you,
0: do you have your bad seed? Of course I have my bad seed. Dale. Dale. Unfortunately, for the first time ever since we started doing our good seed, bad seed segment, AEW gets both of them for me. Ooh. My bad seed of the week goes to the dynamite dozen no. battle royal yep. diamond ring whole mamma jamma. yep don't care about it there's no stakes in it if this was a battle royal um the dynamite dozen to con- to, to determine the number one contender mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. new mid card belt yep. or something yep that makes it worth it mm-hmm. but a diamond ring yep Bro, they what, they they got the bread to do this and go out and get a, a diamond ring themselves. They don't need this. <laughs> yeah. This is one, just to give MJF more like heat, not heat, but you know he can talk a little bit He's more spit. Give, you know, flow to his King character. King, yeah. 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 He already wears the nice suits. He's got the uh, Burberry scarf. Like, oh, you can put the ring on. It's got it's the ring book. on, and then he can do the Cody Rhodes thing from ROH to mm, kiss, kiss the, kiss the, the ring. ring. The uh so, oh, Damn! So is this a, gonna be a good? One? I don't know. So <laughs> All of a, a sudden, it might turn to a good seed. You know what? <laughs> stop, stop, stop. This week's stop. a bad seed. <laughs> Next week, we can have something we'll else
2: happen. We'll so we'll that was a thing. I was originally gonna put that as my bad seed, but Ooh. I the, I also smell. I want to we'll see rock. how okay. far I along. Hey, you that too. I I want to see how far along they run this, and I want to see what direction they what, take the with dozen? that. With, the di- with a dozen battle royal.
0: Well, the the diamond diamond thing.
2: but that whole storyline with the the ring and what they take with it. We
0: gotta right? see what they do with it. Yeah. But, right. But for me, it's just like right now, I can't. I'm not a f- a fortune teller. You know, I can't. Right. I can't see the future. What I see is the right now, and right now the diamond uh the diamond dozen battle royals. Almost said the diamond Dallas Page battle royals. Yeah. You watch your mouth. Excuse me. The dynamite dozen battle royale. I keep calling it the diamond dozen. It's not. The dynamite dozen. Battle Royale. All
1: right, we need your we need your bat seed. It's okay to repeat mine also.
2: I was gonna say, just the mess of this invasion invasion angle from WWE. It's been kind of all over the place, and they kind
0: of had it going well. I think the past couple weeks here and there, somewhat. I mean, to an extent. Yeah, to an extent. I mean, for me, this whole thing seems like Raw versus NXT and SmackDowns fighting themselves. I think it's at, uh, yeah. So like we were talking earlier, we couldn't figure out
2: who was on Raw's team, who were on SmackDown team. Like but what? They're, but they're if they were shirts. separate
1: teams, but if they're wearing blue shirts, then they're SmackDown, mm-hmm. and red shirts are Raw, and black shirts are NXT. But we
2: were at the point where we couldn't remember if the revival was on SmackDown or Raw yeah, at this point, and it's like.
0: Nope. And
2: Charlotte like, wears a black and really blue robe care? with a
1: shirt, and then who knows what.
0: Yeah, like, it, the problem is, which we'll get into later, um, there's already too much going on with the WWE, especially since the draft just happened. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's all we're going to get into right now before we get to Thrill's Bad Seed of the Week. Mm-hmm. So we can get to the predictions, and I can go into further oh, detail no. as to... That so me.
1: So my bad seed. All right, hear me out. Is the match between the undisputed era and the revival? I think I know where you're going with this. And the reason that that's mm-hmm. my bad seed for the week, is because the match was so flipping good. That if they had kept this, with them with the revival having the being the SmackDown tag team champs. And having them in the triple threat match instead of the New Day and have it be the Undisputed Era, the Revival, and uh, the Viking people, Raiders, Warriors, sure. whatever they're called. That's the match I want for Survivor Series. But the fact that we saw how good it could have been, that's why that's my bad seat for the week. Because WWE dropped the ball, put the wrong belts on the wrong people, and this match could have been double-fold if they had just Stuck to it, and that's why it's my bad seat for the week. Mm. Total fair, okay, because it was so good, it should have been on Sunday.
2: Still stays in this week, I would
0: Speaking say. Speaking
1: of Sunday, though, bum, ba, da, da, bum, bum.
0: we have Survivor Series, we have maybe for... their smallest card of the year so far.
1: Eight
0: matches Survivor Series 2019 Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT for brand supremacy. Who will come out on top? Let's get to these predictions. I guess I'll start us off with the first on Wikipedia's. You want to go page. down the order or you want to go no, on. No, let's the... go down the order. Okay. Okay. I, I, I can't make heads or tails of what's going to be what in terms of okay. ma- sure match match. Sure enough,
1: sure
0: enough. Brock Lesnar taking on Rey Mysterio, WWE Championship Online, no holds barred, no disqualification, thrill
1: you got it's gotta be Brock the only thing that uh, the only thing that's making me even close to hesitate is a no holds barred thing because that makes me think that Canyon get involved to get the belt on Ray Mm
3: -hmm.
1: but that just I think it's a mistake I don't see where you can go with that so I'm gonna say Brock there's there's you still have more to tell with Brock as your chamber than Ray Hmm. you know what
0: I'm going... I'm going to go Brock also. Okay. In a squash match. A squash? Squash match.
1: I mean, I think this is going five minutes.
0: I, Max. I, I I'll be surprised if it goes five minutes. Okay. Biz?
2: I'm going to say Brock's going to retain Make this sense. match. Yeah. Um, why Rey Mysterio? Yeah, yeah, like, why... I,
3: why
1: can you get a more underwhelming WWE Championship match than Brock versus Rey in 2019? It's because it's not the A show. If this was like 10, 15 years ago, then yeah. Woo! Sign me up. I'm pretty
2: sure this match happened 10, 15 years ago, okay? <laughs> I think it did. I'm pretty sure it did, and Brock Lack- Lesnar that's actually cared.
3: Brock
1: Lesnar's skin. that's it. <laughs> anyway. Alright, so the second match listed on the card here is the triple threat for... Well, not four, but it's the Women's Championship Triple Threat. Becky, the Raw Women's Champion, versus Bailey, the SmackDown Women's Champion, and Shayna Baszler, the NXT Women's Champion. Who's your guts and why you got them? Of course, I'm going with my girl, Shayna Baszler. Top. Okay.
0: Female uh, um, in WWE right now.
1: Chase, who you got? I'm going with the Ace also. Really? Yeah, I'm yeah. going
0: Shayna Baszler. Okay. I'm going
1: Becky Lynch. <laughs> WWE is afraid to have her lose. She's not afraid. She's not allowed to lose. Becky Lynch is god. She's um, not going to eat the pin. No. That's I, think, I think I think Bailey should win. If you ask me should, I think Bailey should win, but Bailey's going to eat the pin as it'll be Becky Lynch.
0: Okay. So in our third match of the night we have the Viking Raiders would could be third match. Third match on the card. The Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar, the raw tag team champions. Mm-hmm. The New Day. Uh, Xavier Woods and... King <laughs> <laughs> Biggie and Kofi Kingston. And no, mm. I didn't really mess up. I was just a goof on the WWE. So it's Xavier and Kofi, Smart right? marks. Um, the SmackDown Tag mm. Team Champions taking on the Undisputed Era. Rad... 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 rad, rad, red, rad red, red, red. red Dragon. Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, the NXT... Tag team champions.
2: i sorry. Ba-da-da. I just had the red, the rad dragons in my head, and they come out with bandanas, <laughs> and they're like, "What's Super up, bro? Cool, bro.
3: Welcome, be, like, welcome surfers. to the
2: kingdom,
1: dude. Yeah, bro. They ride
2: down to the ring on surfboards. Oh, they're the
1: rad dragons. <laughs> <laughs> rad dragons, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they have dragons on their surfboards. <laughs> and like scaly trunks. <laughs> There's just a
2: dragon along their <laughs> bandana.
3: It's a
1: giant red dragon.
2: I'm sorry. Proceed. You guys done? Okay, I'm sorry. Who do you guys have? Let's go, bro. Undisputed Red Dragon, bro. You got, you got Red Dragon? I'm taking Red Dragon. <sighs> Come on.
1: Really? Is it a contest? It is. For who? The Viking Raiders. That's who I
0: got. I don't see them as a threat.
2: You nuts. You nuts.
1: Are you? There's a
0: reason why you're not on the podcast. Anymore, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Viking Raiders also. The, yeah. I, for, for me, that's the no-brainer. Like
1: The Undisputed Era will look great. They're going to look stronger than strong. Kofi But at the end it. of the day, it's going to be Bobby Fish laying down for... Uh, Kyle O'Reilly. No. lay no. down. Bobby Fish is eating that pin. No, he's not. Okay. When he eats that pin from Eric, talk to me.
2: If anyone should eat a pin
0: in this, it should be Biggie. No, are you dumb? WWE wants to push Big E and be, like, a su- solo superstar right now. Big E's not oh, eating p- no pins. No. Kofi is.
1: Co- if Kofi? anyone from the New Days of eating a pin, it's Kofi.
0: So, Kyle O'Reilly...
2: Okay, you got... So, the Viking Raiders are going to pin the former WWE champion.
1: The ch- WWE champion who lost his championship in about 30 seconds, if less? Maybe he 7 ha- seconds? He held the title for, what, 6 months? Mm. Yeah,
0: and now, do
1: they even treat him like anything? No. No.
0: They didn't treat him like the champion when he was champion. I'm
1: just
2: trying to say that, look, that's a that's a bad look for them. Like I said, they don't care
1: about looks. Viking Raiders are going to pin Bobby Fish.
0: Ugh.
1: Raiders pin
0: Kofi Kingston. I'm calling it now.
1: Okay. The following match is scheduled for one fall. No, it's not. It is the, <laughs> it's not the traditional Survivor Series match anymore because now it's a five on five on five, women Survivor Series triple threat elimination match. Team Raw, represented by Charlotte Flair. Team Captain. Team Captain Charlotte Flair, excuse me. Natalia. The Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kairi Sane. The WWE Women's Tag Team Champion. Kabuki, Kabuki Warriors, War. Asuka and Kairi Sane. And lowly, lowly, lonely Sarah Logan. Versus Team SmackDown, who's made up of Team SmackDown's Captain Sasha Banks. It's boss time! The... Princess of Massachusetts, Carmella, <laughs> Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans. I hope you die. And, whoa, whoa. And not well, really, wrestling not wrestling really wrestling? obviously Not really die. Just like stop being a wrestler. And she's not even the worst wrestler in the match. That ain't wrong. I don't know. And Nikki Cross versus Team NXT, who is captained by Rhea Ripley, and will feature Candice LeRae, Tegan Nox, Mia Yim, and it says here Tony Storm.
2: I think she was officially added in SmackDown tonight. I think they showed the graphic at some point. Um,
1: All right. So, this is what you
2: got. I think it's clear-cut who should win. Mm -hmm. NXT is clearly the better team. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I smell something fishy going on with Raw. I don't know why. I look at the team, and that's what I smell. But uh, clearly star. NXT should win.
1: So wh- wh- who do you think is going to win?
2: Um, I'm just trying to play this match out of my head. But I'm going to say Rhea's going to win on Saturday. Charlotte's going to win on Sunday.
0: Okay. I, I have to agree with Biz. I think it's going to be
1: uh, Team Raw really? that wins it. <clears throat> I think this is one of the few NXT W's for the night. I'm not sure who's it to be. It hasn't been made sense for it to be Rhea or Tegan, but um, yeah, just the uh, Raw and SmackDowns teams are just too. Like you got Dana Brooke, and Sarah Logan, and Le- like you know what I mean, like
2: the thing is you've got Raw, so you've got Charlotte Natalia. And then the tag Asuka team champions and Kyrie scene. So they're gonna lose Sarah Logan pretty quickly. I feel like Natalia is gonna take an L pretty quickly at some point. And then you have the tag team I mean, champions. Serious, there's gonna be Charlotte. a lot
0: of Ls because you got 14 people you got to eliminate. Right. No, well, me, not 14. Ten people eliminated. To, yeah.
1: I don't know. This is this is a toss up in my opinion. For me at least, because I don't no nothing seems clear cut in my opinion. But I'm gonna go with with NXT because I feel like they gotta get a W somewhere on the night, and so I think this might be it.
0: Okay, sure. So next we have Team Raw, the men's five on five on five, Survivor Series elimination triple threat match. Seth burning down Rollins. Team Cap.
1: Can you ever say his name without the "burning down" in the middle? No, it's not. Okay. Now it's like a. It's a it's, thing now. Okay. You know? okay, I
0: got it. Bar- yeah, that's why I say it. <laughs> the Scottish psychopath Terminator guy. Now, too many nicknames. My man, Drew McIntyre. Kevin Owens, Randall keith Oregon, and Rick Cockett.
2: <sighs> Take- Yo, you can't say that man's name like that while I'm on the show. You
3: can't. <laughs> Rick Cockett. You, you can't do that.
2: You can't do that to my man. <coughs> Rick <coughs> not, No, his name is
0: Ricochet. Okay? You can kill okay. him Ricochet. That's the closer you get.
3: <sighs>
0: ding 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 ding. <laughs> Taking on SmackDown's team of their captain, the big dog. Uh, Roman Reigns. Mustafa Ali. Baby, baby. Braun oh. Strongman. King Corbin. Oh. And Shorty G. <sighs> and the <sighs> NXT team. TDB. TBA. Uh. Anybody got
1: a, 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 a Yo,
2: this TBA team must be crazy.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be like Angel Garza. Imagine Kona Reeves. <laughs> <They're> just, <laughs> just, just like the just all the jobbers.
0: Just all just fashion police. The fashion police. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm going to pick NXT's men's division to be the first ones eliminated. I'm going Raw. I'm going Raw. I think Raw wins this one, too. So,
2: my idea with Team NXT was that whoever loses the triple threat match on Saturday may end up getting thrown into this Mm -hmm. alongside Walter because they don't have a place for Walter on the show yet. Walter. Walter. And... I mean, another thing that was crossing my mind is they may just throw Imperium there and then something else. In which case...
1: If you put Imperium in this match, it's automatic L. Right. Because they've already shown that they don't care about Imperium.
2: Exactly. And why would they announce them, you know, three days earlier? They
1: have so many options here. But that's the problem. I don't know. It's going to be Triple H, Finn Balor. Tommaso Ciampa. Triple H.
0: H. Yeah. (laughs) Matt Riddle. Keith Lee.
1: And there's there's speculation that someone's going to cross over from Raw or SmackDown Kevin in the Owens. middle of the match.
2: Uh, I'm <laughs> Which, actually going to put it. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go
2: I was going to put my coins in on uh, Raw. Hey, you know, I'm,
0: switching. I'm going to NXT.
1: I think Kevin Owens is going to switch over.
3: Hmm.
1: I was just going to say, I think NXT has been one of these two matches. Mm-hmm. I put it on the women, but now I'm thinking about it, it maybe on the men's.
0: I think Kevin Owens, jumps Sides to NXT to help them win.
1: But they, they, like, I feel like anyone who Triple H made the, the, the plea to is not gonna cross. He did it with Seth, he did it with Kevin. So I think those two are automatically eliminated from crossing over. And it's gonna be somebody else. Maybe someone that we're not even thinking of. Randy Orton. <laughs> Maybe someone not even Ricochet. in match.
2: No? No He no. just
1: came out he just, he, just, he, just, he, just, he
2: just Yeah I don't know I, don't I know. feel like Team Raw is going to win And I think Ricochet is going to be the one That's standing at the top. I, still, I think that would be pretty want rad want wanted to be Ricochet That's of I'll course what I want
1: I'll stick with i You know what Fine I'll go smack down. Separate. Wow And it's going to be Mustafa Ali that Was the <laughs> last survivor Yeah They finally gave him back his first name Yeah, He's going to get eliminated like third Yeah <laughs> If they win It'll be because of Braun Strowman And Roman Reigns Interesting. All right, so next match. The three mid card belts across WWE. The United States champion, the phenomenal AJ Styles, taking on the intercontinental champion, the king of strong style, Shinsuke Nakamura. Versus the North American champion. The king of, break, of backbreakers. Roger Strong. I mean, you have your automatic vote, so we know shades picking AJ because... AJ? Who you got? Boom. Get out of here. He's picking every undisputed ever. Right? You want to know
2: why? Because it's going to be epic at the end of the night. I feel like it's it would be epic you at the end of the night. You
1: think Red Dragon's going to win... And Roderick Strong's gonna win. Yes, you are out of your mind.
2: They, if you want to book NXT Strong, have Undisputed Eric look at come out looking like Evolution, strapped in gold for the at the end of the night.
0: They're always gonna be like wrapped in gold though, unless Adam
1: Cole loses. it. Yeah. We it.
2: How can you have this brand that's going up against another show where they need the ratings right now? Um without I really hope they give them these, coming these, strong. I hope they
1: give these three guys time, man. Give them at least 15 oh, minutes. Oh, dude, this match Please. is going to be
2: epic. This is probably going to be the best match on the card.
1: If they give them time. <laughs> WWE, <laughs> WWE son of a gun. WWE can be like, you got seven minutes. And it's going to be like, oh, man, this could have been awesome. The
2: only reason this won't have time is because they're going to suffocate the card with these, these five-on-five-on-five-on be sh- on yeah, matches. these
1: matches are going to be insane. There's got to be at least... You know what? Brock's gonna be a squash because they ha- they have to have short matches.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Brock's gonna be a squash. Bray might be a squash. Nah, no, they'll have they'll have a, a ten minute match. You think so? Yeah. Ooh. So who's getting cut here?
2: <laughs>
1: One of these matches it can't like the women's triple threat. The women's the women's
0: um, tag team match. You're gonna get a lot of fast eliminations.
1: You think so? Absolutely. It's just gonna be bang bang yep, bang bang yep, so we get yep, to yep, the yep, final yep, five. Yep yep yep. yep. Got like a 10-minute match and most of the eliminations taking place in the first five minutes? Yeah.
0: I, I I would not be surprised if we had six eliminations, two from each team in the first five minutes.
3: Oof. Man.
1: That's a breakneck speed.
0: <sighs> you know how WWE loves I to go finisher, finisher,
1: finisher, finisher, True. finisher. True. How
2: long are they going to run this pay-per-view? That's my question. Well, it's
1: one of their big fours. It's probably going to start at like 6 p.m. and end at like midnight. I think
2: they're going to start at like 5 and then run until like one Well
1: pre-show's
0: probably five The show's probably gonna start off proper Like six, six, thirty And it's gonna be running Until about 11, 30, 12, we'll
2: Oh, you know what They're gonna put One of the Five on five matches In pre-show well,
3: That's no a good point. point No, 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 yeah. no Yeah They can
0: They did it last year I know but they can't They did it with the tag They're gonna do it with the women's then
2: No I think they're gonna do it with the men's Are you dumb? dumb?
1: You cannot Oh wait no yeah. You can't yeah. do it with the
2: men's with Cause the men's. you got Seth Rollins in them they have, they
1: have, they You have reigns. to do it with the women's No the Triple Threat Tag Match. Ah. Uh, pre-show. Um, okay, I'm yeah, fine with Yeah, pre-show that. written all over it. Yeah. yeah. Leave the New Day on the pre-show. Viking Raiders, New Day, Undisputed Era, that's going to be on the pre-show.
2: That makes a lot more sense.
0: And yep. this is just giving Undisputed Era a taste of what happens if they ever go to the main <laughs> roster.
1: <laughs> yep. Fact. Okay, I'm sorry. So, you got Roddy, you got AJ. I'm not paying a chance, kid. <laughs> 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 for the right, I'm, I'm not picking Shinsuke. Um, well, he has that new title. No. <laughs> Come
2: on. That's exactly why they swapped it out. I'm going Shinsuke.
1: Dude, no. I'm going Shinsuke Nakamura. Final. Final? I'll see
0: what happens. <laughs> Got pray Wyatt, Ooh. The Fiend. Taking on Danny Bryan for the Blue Universal title. The
3: Blue Universal title?!
1: <laughs> for our audio
2: listeners, I oh know you're uh, blind to the this. The Blue
1: Universal title!
2: William just died.
1: That is amazing! That is brilliant! the blue universal title. I'm done.
0: I'm sure I'm I'm not the first person that's come up with that. The rest of the show is
1: on, y'all. I'm done. So the blue universal title. Bray Wyatt, for sure. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness.
0: Anybody else? Is this a sweep? Our first sweep of the night? Where the broom at? Um,
2: I feel like something dumb is going to happen.
1: No. Yes. No. No. If you're going to talk about my Shinsuke prediction, you cannot make this prediction. I'm
2: not talking about your Shinsuke prediction. You
1: cannot make this prediction. If you have a brain, you can't do it. I think
2: Daniel Bryan might do something
1: dumb. No way. No shot.
0: Bray has been transitioning champion before.
1: No shot. No shot. That is the story of
2: Bray Wyatt, unfortunately.
0: And I think that
2: until he makes this defense, then...
1: The Blue Universal title is not getting dropped in the first defense.
2: Listen, they're going to drop it over to, to Danny Bryan.
0: It's not going to
1: happen.
2: And then he's going to take out the wooden one.
1: So you're
0: going, you're going Bray Wyatt.
1: Because of my brain
0: works. And you're going Daniel Bryan? Because his brain doesn't mm-hmm. work. All right. Uh, I guess because we're doing this still, I'll finish this out. All right? I'll finish Please. this out.
2: You're going to choose The Fiend. He's going to choose Bray Wyatt. That's how we're going to do this. Adam, <laughs> <laughs> Adam
0: Cole. bay. Bebe. Bebe. Defending the NXT championship against the winner of the Triple Threat at TakeOver War Games. <laughs> the Blue Universal title. a <laughs> uh, Big Damo, right? Killian Dane?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Killian Dane.
0: Killian Dane. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Damon and Priest. Priest. I think it's gonna be Dunn versus Cole and Adam Cole Bebe retain. Giving the undisputed era their first win of the night,
1: baby. And those boys are going to be in a war games match on Saturday, and then in three matches on. Oh, poor guys. Um. Poor Adam
2: Cole, baby.
1: Yo, Adam Cole's working four. N- Adam Cole is the
2: champ, bro.
1: Unreal. He's, so he's the champ. Overworking that poor guy. I said it during SmackDown. They're overworking him, and when he comes up with some crazy injury out of nowhere that's going to put him on the shelf for a year, no one's going to have to say anything. Um, yeah, I, whoever Cole is facing, he's winning. He's beating. It doesn't matter. It's got to be Pete Dunne. He's the only face. Yeah,
2: that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Why Pete Dunne? Because he's established. There,
1: Face Damian Priest, gotta establish him. He's not established He's enough yet. You have to establish He's him.
2: To heal, you don't. Sta- I don't oh, think you yeah, establish right. him by throwing him into the main He's event. heal,
1: you can't So Killian play. Dane, give him. You know NXT likes to give random title shots, just you know he, whatever. Yeah, he is the most expendable. Yeah,
0: but I have Adam Cole winning, so it doesn't matter who it is. He even got himself facing Adam Cole. Right, I got
1: Adam Cole versus Killian Dane, and then Adam Cole's gonna win. Okay, sure.
0: Do you want to do that? Do you want to pick, like, do you want to get, like, an extra point for picking yes. his correct uh, yes. opponent? Yes. So then I'll go Adam Cole taking on Pete
1: Dunne. Okay. Yeah. Adam Cole winning. You got Pete Dunne also? Yeah. By far. Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole is too big of a match. It needs too much time. It has too much weight. You're not going to put this just thrown in the middle of Survivor Series.
2: And Vince doesn't care about NXT. <laughs> but Vince will. <laughs> <laughs> Triple H won't. Triple H won't.
1: But Vince will will put it on the pre-show. Okay. (laughs) I I mean, look, whatever. We're going to see what happens. But I tinked y'all wrong. But anyway, that is going to wrap up this week's episode. As always, we appreciate you guys listening to us because you've been listening to us on soundcloud.com slash grapples apples grapples the number two Two. apples or you might have been listening to us on Google Play Music or on Apple Podcasts. Wherever you've been listening to us, we just appreciate that you're listening to us. Of course do not forget to go to our social media pages. We got facebook.com, we got twitter.com slash grapples apples. Again that's grapples the number two. two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe, do whatever you gotta do on any platform you find us on. Get us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be. That's why, because that's why I is. Joined by my hetero life mate, Man the
3: Hour.
0: Man with the power. Too sweet to be sour. Cream of the Crop.
1: Rise to the top. Ya boy, Shades. And. Our returning lovely special guest, who luckily we only get every once in a blue,
2: the double Z and the double E himself, Matty Bizzle. Thank you, Internet.
1: Oh my gosh, stop so talking, guys! Thank you for listening. Make sure you catch us this weekend, every other week, because an apple a day keeps a bad wrestler away. Bruce, right, watch that.